escape to the metaverse But act like you know, yeah You are now tuned in to the Matthew and Rizzo show, yeah uh, Escape to the metaverse Better act like you know, yeah You are now tuned in to the Matthew and Rizzo show, yeah Hey everyone, before we begin this week's episode of the Matthew and Rizzle Show, just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Proof of Beauty. Proof of Beauty is an experimental digital experience studio. The blockchain is their canvas and the tokens are their brush. You can learn more about Proof of Beauty by checking out pob.studio. You can follow them on Twitter as well at prrfbeauty. That's P. RRF Beauty on Twitter and POB.studio on their homepage to learn more about their projects like Hash, London, and Publico. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, this is Matthew and Rizzle and I are back with another special interview. This week, our guest is Jiho, who is the co-founder and head of growth at Axie Infinity, the blockchain game that, in my opinion, has the strongest community out there in blockchain game land. Our episode was awesome. We had the chance to talk about the simplest way to actually play Axie Infinity, some of the amazing Axie community members and how they're powering this amazing game forward. The play to earn meme that Axie Infinity is really powering forward and the superb partnerships that they've been making with Maker as well as Kyber Network. And we end the show on uh, Geo making a really, really amazing promise to any listeners of the Sim Podcast who are interested in playing Axie. So make sure you listen to the end. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy our conversation with Jiho, the co-founder and head of growth at Axie Infinity. Okay, and we're live. This is Matthew, and I'm back with another special interview on the Sim Podcast, where Rizzo and I are speaking with the folks who are building the most fantastic projects in the crypto space. My guest today is someone I've been really, really eager to get on the show since I was able to meet him uh, in New York City during the NFT NYC event. I'm super excited to speak with Jiho, who is the co-founder and head of growth over at Axie Infinity. Welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Yeah, uh, it's definitely awesome to be on the show. You know, been a big fan of Scent um, since around 2018. So, um, yeah, really excited to be here. OG Scent user. I love it. Cool. So to get started, I'll ask you the question that I ask everyone. Could you introduce yourself? Give us a little background about who you are, where you're coming from, and tell us all about Axie Infinity. Sure. So I'm Jiho, co-founder of Axie Infinity. I handle a lot of the growth-related things. Um, yes, you know, I studied uh, kind of things like military and economic history in college, uh, went into the startup space, but got kind of disillusioned with Web 2.0. I felt like we were just kind of improving on existing paradigms um, rather than creating new markets, new industries. Um, so I quit my job, started uh, learning a little bit about Ethereum, smart contracts. Many of my really smart friends were uh, interested in them at the time. But it wasn't until I learned about uh, blockchain gaming and non-fungible tokens that I kind of 
uh, jumped head headfirst into the space. So I was an early crypto kitty player, uh, noticed that the community was really passionate. Um, you know, they were kind of driving the project in many cases, worked on an early dApp built on top of crypto kitties called Kitty Hats um, with uh, people like Dan from OpenSea. And uh, yeah, you know, decided that I wanted to dedicate my life uh, to the space. So yeah, I, uh, you know, met the co-founders of Axie Infinity kind of through that initial CryptoKitty community. And um, yeah, I've been kind of hopelessly uh, addicted to growing the space since then. So for those that aren't familiar with Axie, Axie Infinity is a digital pet game on Ethereum. You can battle your pets, uh, breed them, train them. Um, we are partnered with MakerDAO, so we just uh, and we just ended a uh, promotion where you're actually able to earn die uh, by playing the game. Um, we also have uh, things like uh, tokens that are you know have some use cases within the game. The interesting thing is those tokens are actually uh, have liquidity pools on Uniswap, which is a decentralized exchange. So we're looking to really kind of pioneer this idea of uh, play to earn. Um, you know, allowing uh, gamers to actually monetize their time and effort um, and really reward them for helping to build these systems. Um, I think gamers, just like content creators, create a lot of immense network value that Web2 and, I guess, traditional games are not adequately compensating them for. Um, So I think that's really a secret sauce that, you know, platforms like Scent and Axie Infinity, this idea of being... Uh, you know, rewarding users for their time and effort um, and helping to grow the platform. I think that's really the secret sauce or the slingshot that the Davids can kind of use to kind of topple the Goliaths of, uh, yeah, I guess the status quo. Uh, I really like that. The slingshot that the Davids use. (laughs) That's, that's really poetic and beautiful. And, but, but before we go further, I'm, I'm really curious. I'm always more curious almost about the origin stories of these projects. And I know you had mentioned that you met, met your co-founders while you're working on Kitty Hats and when you're involved in CryptoKitties. Can you unpack that, that journey that you've been on uh, since you met your co-founders uh, into bringing Axie Infinity to life? Definitely. So uh, the, I guess, the guy who you know, kind of had the idea for Axie Infinity at the beginning um, so the founder, uh, he's a, uh, he's, his name is Trump. And he was also like a, 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 someone in the CryptoKitty community kind of saw the potential um, right off the bat. Um, but he you know, had this desire for more gameplay, more utility, um, something more than just a pure collectible. The collectible aspect is awesome and really jives well with NFT uh, ethos, but I think um, you know there's there was a lot of desires also among the early crypto kitty community for more utility, um, you know, more fun baked into these NFTs. So Trung, you know, kind of uh, latched onto this idea of a Pokemon and you know Tamagotchi or Neopet inspired universe, um, and you know he had a he has a friend, um, a lifelong buddy who, you know, is an amazing, amazing artist and used to build like Pokemon mods back in the day as a child. Um, and so, you know, thought that he would be a perfect person to kind of help make this thing a reality. Um, so I was actually an early community member of Axie Infinity um, when there was maybe, th- you know, three, you know, three people working on the project um, and, you know, instantly fell in love with the vision um, 
and uh, yeah, you know, I just sort of started getting involved, contributing, um, kind of how these things go. And uh, yeah, eventually, you know, uh, we had a very successful uh, initial sale uh, of the Origin axes, which are kind of like the first edition axes. Um, and that was enough to kind of, you know, uh, yeah, uh, bring me on board full time as, uh, yeah, as an, you know, one of the early co-founders. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of this, you know, I broke up with my girlfriend gave my dog to my parents um, and moved to Asia. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, here I am. Damn. Dude, that's some commitment right there. Um, no, I, I feel like, uh, you know, when I was approaching it from an outsider's uh, perspective, you know, it, it uh, initially struck me as, okay, it's another one of these breeding, training, arena fighting games. Um, you, you know, I've sort of seen that kind of thing before. Uh, but upon playing it, I, I honestly feel like you guys have accomplished something that's very difficult because I was fooling around with it and I was like, okay, this is, you guys have done that that style of thing very, very well. And I was initially uh, sort of uh, found all the guides and everything that were coming out a little daunting. I was like, okay, this learning curve is going to be extra steep, uh, but found it to be extremely playable right off the bat. Uh, so much so that my, my son came home from school, he's seven years old, and I put it in front of him. And, and he's like just getting into Pokemon. So it's funny that you brought that up, but I saw the resemblance like right away to that. Uh, and he doesn't like quite, he's not old enough to quite grasp the intricacies of that game or this game in its entirety, but he was also able to pick it up and play it right away. So I'm like, to be able to cut across many age demographics uh, in one game and have it be playable, uh, because I know there are way more deeper levels to the game than we've initially got ourselves into, but that's that's something that's not very easy to do, in my opinion. Find something that, that has the ability to appeal to a, a wide age spread. Um, so curious to know, like, what the in, like, what games were influences of Axie or what, what were the ones? I mean, obviously, CryptoKitties has had a huge influence on everything in the space. But were there certain, like, games? And I know you said you studied economies. Like, what, what was the, you know, initial grassroots uh, ideas that came together from other places? Yeah, definitely. So I think games like Pokemon, obviously, uh, Tamagotchi, you know, we actually, you know, we really, we really see these as digital pets and um, we're, we'll be adding things like raising and I, we think that that's going to bring in a whole new audience as well. Because um, I think there's a lot of nostalgia around Tamagotchi, but there hasn't been anything uh, recently that's kind of been able to reactivate that. Uh, yeah, you know, there's games like, uh, Slay the Spire. Um, it's kind of like a, uh, it's similar in that it has cards, um, or, uh, you know, cards that kind of, uh, relate to abilities. Um, yeah, you know, there, obviously we, we played Hearthstone as well. Um, so yeah, I think it's kind of a mashup, um, mashup of, you know, a lot of the games that really, um, uh, inspire people. And to be honest, you know, I, 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 one of the things that I think is uh, interesting about Axie is that it's quite amorphous, right? Like we've built this, um, you know, initial uh, alpha for the application, which involves, you know, an adventure PVE mode, but also uh, PVP. And, you know, there's this uh, uh, card-based battle system. Um, but, you know, we also have plans to add land gameplay. So things like inspired by uh, things like, Animal Crossing, Clash of Clans, Stardew Valley, um, and all of these things, you know, I think the art um, and the cuteness of the characters and the community is really the core 
is really the core um, and the experiences that we built on top of it, you know, I, th I think um, can cover a wide variety of genres to bring in different types of people. So I like to think of, you know, Axie as kind of an open protocol uh, for internet monsters. Uh, you know, we, we, we've also seen our community build a lot of different things on top of Axie um, as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I really, I, I think that, you know, the, the strength is in the community and, uh, the IP, um, and you know, how, how this can resonate with a wide range of people. Yeah. It's interesting that you bring up that, you know, your son was attracted to it. Um, that's one thing that we've seen is that, you know, this is a DAP that, uh, you know, we've seen, uh, mothers of our players start, start to pick it up. Um, play like you know in, in between uh, things like chores and we've also seen children start to play as well um, which I think you know is something that's quite rare if not unprecedented within the DAP ecosystem. Dude I, I heavily agree with that the, the characters are ridiculously cute uh, who who designed them or who uh, yeah who's your graphic designer? Yeah uh, so one of the founders is uh, named Masamune uh, yeah, you can come in, come in Axie Discord and, and see him hanging out. Um, he's a genius. Um, he's he's amazing, and um, yeah, I think he really like brings life uh, to to this whole to this whole universe. Yeah, my my kid loved them instantly. He's like, these things are so cool. Um, you know, without it just you know, he's he's probably seen a million little like cartoon characters at this point, but something about them, you know, grabbed a hold of him instantly and and like i said this this is not easy to do uh you know and create a complex game uh, on on top of it um sorry matthew no what, i just wanted to say? echo what you're talking about the the cuteness factor is is definitely off the charts um i also wanted to flag again uh, re-emphasize just the the importance that i think community plays in what axie is i mean my first association even before i started playing axie was strong robust powerful community Axie is really trying to to power forward this play to earn meme, which I think is incredibly important. Um, so I'm just wondering if you could unpack that play to earn meme. Uh, and then I know that we have adventure and arena mode right now uh, where players can earn like uh, the SLPs, which are tradable. And, and I, I think that is the route to, to profitability for some players. But I'm wondering if you could kind of open up uh, or shed some light on the product roadmap in terms of how players can earn uh, heading into the future. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so one of the things that we've seen recently was, you know, the MakerDAO, uh, the MakerDAO team, you know, gave us a, a bunch of DAI, uh, you know, to, to distribute. So we first did a, uh, we first did a, uh, a, a big tournament where, we had uh, yeah three thousand dollars in prizes um, sponsored by the MakerDAO team, um, and then we also had a a, a, a season like a two week ladder where we paid out die to the players at the top of the leaderboard. Um, also, uh, there was a random chance uh, of die dropping to the winner of any arena battle over that two week period. Um, we're actually about to make an announcement um, with a new token. Uh, for season two. So, so one of the things that I see is that rather than these kind of blind airdrops that we, that kind of defined or were uh, very prevalent during the ICO era, I think that very solid projects, you know, many of them maybe in the DeFi space um, will look towards these play to earn blockchain games 
um, as distribution channels and marketing mechanisms, ways to engage very solid, engaged uh, users um, um, and kind of, you know, uh, bring them into their community. So, you know, we have many different projects who are now saying, hey, like, you know, the thing that you did with MakerDAO is awesome. Like, how do we do that as well? So I think, you know, the traditional kind of advertising, the traditional uh, free-to-play mobile uh, monetization model is a, is a lot about, like, you know, advertising and the advertising money going to the game developer. We find it interesting where, you know, we get these tokens, we distribute them through our game, and that, you know, drives the network effect of the ecosystem, also drives uh, demand for the underlying assets, um, so yeah, that's one way that I see play to earn really playing out. Um, we also see this, you know, uh, you know, the, the, I think the core or the, the base, uh, earning mechanic for NFT ecosystems, which has been there since the beginning is this idea of, uh, the collectible scarce, um, asset where, you know, if, if you are able to, um, you get, get your hands on something that's rare as the game grows, um, demand should theoretically increase. So, you know, that's also another uh, model um, that allows uh, kind of players to uh, benefit off of Axie's success. You know, there are players who got Mystic Axies at very, uh, you know, at price at quite cheap prices, either during the sale or right when the market um, was released. And there's actually now a, uh, Mystic Axie Index released by a project called Metalift, which shows um, that Mystic Axies have done quite well um, as a quote-unquote, I guess, um, <laughs> as an asset class. So, um, yeah, so, you know, we, we've also been very careful with, uh, so we, you know, we were crypto kitty players and, um, you know, saw that the inflation rate um, really kind of like destroyed the the floor or the cheapest kitty. And that kind of had a really bad effect on sentiment within the community. Um, so, uh, be, you know, basically uh, uh, what, what we were really um, careful uh, with was the inflation rate of axes. So um, we've always, uh, it, the, the cheapest axie has always been above the breeding, uh, the breeding cost. Um, which is something that we're really proud of. So, um, yeah, aside from, you know, earning the different tokens that we drop through our ecosystem and, and selling them or holding rare assets, you can also, uh, you know, use your time and effort to um, breed your axes and then sell the babies. And those babies have never fallen co- uh, below the cost of production. Hmm. So, I mean, there's so many ways that users can earn. And I feel like, that that overall complexity is probably one of the reasons why there's so much literature and there's so many guides to axes, which I think uh, Rizzle mentioned is, and it struck me as a huge barrier before I actually played the game. Um, it seemed like much harder to play before I actually engaged in in arena mode uh, on the the Android app, right? So, like for folks that still have not played Axie, it, what is the simplest way that folks can play to earn? right now so i i think just you know getting the three cheapest axes um on the market um or you know winning so many giveaway uh, you know i think like scent the scent community is really strong and um you know if, if they were to come to the discord and say hey like i you know 
listen to the podcast, super interested, I, I'd be very, I, I, I'd think that, you know, actually they might get a couple axes for free from some of our community members. Um, besides, you know, giveaways and things like that, I think uh, just getting the three cheapest axes on the market and going through adventure mode, um, earning some of those small love potions, which are actually token tokenized and you can sell them on Uniswap. I think that's a great way to start learning, getting your, uh, getting your feet wet. Um, in the future, we will add a free to play mode where, you know, you're given three starter axes, um, and, you know, they'll have like limited earning ability, but that will also just, you know, kind of get people to start interacting with the universe, fall in love with the community and art, um, and, and start learning the basics of the gameplay. So yeah, we're still in alpha. Um, so, you know, obviously, you know, we want to be, uh, introducing new people to Axie all the time and having, you know, organic, um, sustainable growth. Um, but right now we're actually in very much in an alpha phase where we're testing out the app, seeing what works with play to earn, seeing, you know, what has the most attraction, um, what is the best messaging and communication, um, around what we're doing. Um, so yeah, I, th I think, you know, all the, all the, all the indications so far and all the feedback has been really positive and yeah, we are aware that there's a little bit of a learning curve and, um, we think that our roadmap adequately addresses that. Your, your community is, uh, you know, I'll, I'll plug your community because that was the only reason I got involved. Xhuman uh, gave me three axes. I didn't even ask them for them, but uh, sent, sent them to me because he's just, you know, knew that I was interested in, you know, the various projects going on. Uh, told me where to line them up and everything. So it gave me like a little, like uh, not even a guide, like three sentences on how to, uh, you know, load them up and line them up. And, uh, and it was pretty straightforward, but uh, that just speaks to like the generosity of your community and how willing they are to share information and onboard other people. Uh, Cause he just, you know, straight up sent me three axes and taught me how to play. And, and, you know, then I, I was able to mess around with it and everything. Um, Dude, I'm really, really fascinated with the play to earn concept. And I, I saw the post on Scent about the minimum wage in Venezuela uh, versus, you know, what you have the potential to make uh, grinding it out on Axie. Um, and and I'm, I'm just very, very fascinated in this concept. Was, was that in the original roadmap or did that sort of evolve? Like once things started picking up steam, did you suddenly realize that had the potential to be something or was that the idea from from jump you know we always thought that play to earn is very uh powerful uh meme <laughs> i'm glad that you guys i think you guys might be the first uh first ones ever to call play to earn a meme but it really is i think every uh every industry within the space or every subsector needs a, a a compelling meme and i do think that play to earn is what blockchain gaming will rally around um so we we did suspect that it would be really powerful um, but yeah, you know, we definitely, when we launched the alpha, um, we saw that that was what people really latched onto and, um, that's why they were sharing it. That's why they were talking about it. That's why they were excited. Um, so yeah, we definitely like really doubled down on that narrative. Um, that said, you know, we did already have plans to do things like dropping die, um, in the alpha. Um, so yeah, I, th I think like, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of a bit of both, like, you know, I, it was a hypothesis. Um, that uh, was kind of confirmed. And, and like I said before, you know, there were people, uh, our players were, you know, earning by breeding axes. Um, but I think it, it, it's a little bit more, less abstract and a little bit more concrete when you're earning an ERC-20 
that has immediate liquidity on Uniswap, right? Um, there's been a lot of research on how basically peer-to-peer transactions, um, you know, it, it takes some time, right? Like you have to list it, you have to understand where to price it at, um, you know, an NFT. Whereas, you know, peer-to-contract, it's just like you go to Uniswap you pr- and you, you know, put in how many tokens you want to sell and you get your money, right? So I think that that's a very, uh, something that, you know, pe- kind of just blew people's mind that they could do that with uh, a, a token that they earned by just playing a game. Was, was uh, Venezuela just an example just because of what's going on with their economy? Or are you starting to feel like you guys are making inroads in certain uh areas of the world that may have a, a you know lower end of minimum wage yeah definitely we see a, a lot of players from uh yeah definitely places in south america like venezuela um southeast asia indonesia is a big hot spot i feel like indonesia might, there might be a lot of people from indonesia on scent as well um so yeah like we're definitely we're definitely seeing that um and you know i, th- I think a healthy ecosystem needs a broad coalition of users um, a lot of our early users are actually like, you know, uh, crypto native whales, right? Um, but in order to, you know, bring this, bring the benefits of blockchain to everyday people, we need to, you know, start expanding um, the the buckets of people or, or the groups of people that uh, become users. So yeah, that, yeah, that's, you know, kind of low income countries is uh, kind of a new, newer user demographic for us. Yeah, that's really cool. And well, the Indonesian user base on Scent, uh, I guess, was started with a fellow named Bite Long, who just came back after a little hiatus taking care of his daughter. Um, so they're definitely uh, a very important part of the Scent community. They're very passionate um, and and open to, to everything. And I feel like a game like Axies is able to, to take folks that are from anywhere, as long as they have passion, as long as they um, have the energy to, to contribute, that they actually can earn from those contributions. Whereas I feel like other platforms out there, maybe in the Web2 space, um, they try to segregate uh, certain populations from the other general user base. Uh, there may be actions that they exhibit that uh, they are, are suppressed. Um, but I feel like if you're able to design uh, the incentive mechanism such that you're able to take that energy and use it for the general good to make use of it within the gameplay, um, I feel like it's so smart and it's it's brilliant. I really feel it's brilliant. But I know we talked a lot about the partnership that you had with Maker. Um, and I think that you have a new partnership with Kyber um, that you had just struck. I'm just wondering if you want to dig into that partnership and then if there's any other partnerships on your radar or, or any partners that you'd like to, to bring on board to uh, work together with you and Axie, I think that'd be cool to dive into that now. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, I'm really interested in the intersection of DeFi and blockchain games. I think a lot of, at the beginning of uh, the blockchain gaming space, there was a lot of like hype around this idea of blockchain games kind of collaborating together and making their items interoperable, um, things like that. I mean, that's really cool. I think the main place that we're seeing that um, really uh, in an amazing way um, is with crypto voxels. Um, it's amazing. You know, there's so much art, um, so many N- art NFTs in there. Um, you know, Axie has a big presence in there. 
Um, so that is definitely, you know, an inter an interesting approach, but I've always, um, or uh, yeah, I've been super interested in the intersection of gaming and DeFi, which I think are, you know, you know, two of the, two of the kind of most prominent use cases for, um, for blockchain or in Ethereum right now. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we have, we have this, uh, we're very, you know, very close with the Kyber team. Um, their, their founder is also Vietnamese. Um, and you know, they, they, so basically Kyber network is a, uh, a decentralized liquidity aggregator. Um, it also has a decentralized exchange. Um, so similar to Uniswap in some ways, except that it pulls liquidity from all the places of significant liquidity on Ethereum. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, I think the fastest growing decks out there, um, and their, their token is actually just list, listed on Coinbase. Um, so yeah, you know, they have a major traction. It's a major use case. Um, and, uh, yeah, we just, we just launched a promotion with them where anyone with 50 KNC in their wallet can actually claim an, uh, Axie Kyber themed NFT. And this is actually also how we started our relationship with MakerDAO. Uh, so this is just the first step um, in our in our kind of collaboration with them. Um, so we'll have some yeah we'll have some more uh, announcements related to that um, in the future. That's cool. And then, are there any other projects that you want to collaborate with? Uh, I know you're heavy in the DeFi space. Are there anyone? Is there anyone that you want to throw out a feeler and be like, hey, reach out to to us? Or is that something that you're you're working on behind the scenes? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would say that, you know, anyone who's interested in, uh, you know, connecting with the Axie community um, should definitely reach out to us. Just come into our Discord and or DM, DM me on Twitter. Um, you know, I want to do more stuff with Scent. I mean, I'm someone who, you know, the, these idea, the idea of these formal partnerships um, is kind of a little bit too buttoned up for me. I, I think in some cases it does make sense. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, I, I love collaborating um, across different projects in this space. Um, if you have an, any idea, if anyone has any ideas about, you know, ways to uh, work together, um, you know, they should definitely, they should definitely reach out. Yeah. Can I, can I peek inside your Ethereum wallet, man, and see what else uh, you're, you've been tinkering around with or uh, playing around with? What what else do you like in this space right now? <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to go on my OpenSea account. I mean, so I'm a, I'm an OG CryptoKitty player. I'm actually bred like the first dog cat sold it for 38 ether. Um, so that, that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm, I really like Seb and the team at Sandbox. Um, super proud of my uh, founder, Avastar, uh, number 124. Um, yeah. Big, big fan of Jim and what he's been doing with, um, with that project. And, you know, I've, uh, I've known Jim for more than, more than two years now. So more than, you know, longer than I've been working on Axie. Um, and yeah, he's, you know, a very, very passionate guy. He has his principles, um, you know, uh, always has kind of interesting ideas. Um, sometimes, you know, they rub certain people, but I think, uh, you know, I, th I think that's awesome. Um, I'm also like, you know, someone who likes stirring up controversy and seeing what people really think. Um, so yeah, I think that's awesome. Um, yeah, I, you know, I really like what my crypto heroes has done, um, in Japan, um, kind of really super hyper engaging that community and, you know, getting to use, uh, user numbers that are, you know, super impressive for this nascent space. Um, I'm, I love crypto voxels of the community there. 
Um, wish I had more land. Um, <laughs> should have picked up more after NFT NYC right. last year when I met Jen. Um, but yeah, I, I think that, you know, uh, B. Nolan is doing amazing stuff with the community. I think he's a great communicator. Um, I think he has a really good morals. Um, and, you know, the community can really uh, feed off that energy. Um, so yeah, I, I think that, you know, that's a project that's um, got a lot of momentum right now, which I'm, which I'm a big fan of. Um, so yeah, I think, I think, uh, you know, those, those are also projects that kind of, uh, have, have good presence on, on scent as well. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm pr- there's, there's some other projects that I'm pretty excited about. Um, yeah, in terms of gaming though, uh, we'll, we'll have to see, um, you know, what, what the next, what the next year brings. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to to more axes on scent. Uh, I feel like after the call, we'll probably have uh, a little bit to talk about, probably strategizing on how how to to collaborate even further. Uh, because I feel like this first wave of Axie post, or not first wave, um, but new wave, has been really, really interesting and and really promising. So, but before we go, just let the folks know where they can reach you, Chiho. Um, what, uh, and then if there's anything else you want to plug before we or sign off. Uh, go ahead and do that. Uh, yeah, definitely. So, uh, so my sent username is uh, at Jihoz, J I H O Z. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, definitely keep keep an eye out for my posts there. Um, I'm also on Twitter at uh, Jihoz underscore Axie. Um, yeah, uh, Axie Discord is also a great place to get in touch with me. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, uh, so what I would say also to everyone listening is to, you know, definitely come hang out in the Axie Discord, come part of the uh, community. Um, if you have any questions about getting onboarded, um, yeah, I'm, I'll, you know, anyone who's, anyone who says that they're, you know, from Scent or listen to this podcast and, you know, wants to start playing Axie. Um, just kind of uh, mention mention this podcast and uh, I'll definitely put a team together for you. Boom. That's awesome. And we'll definitely drop the Discord link in our show notes so that folks can find that. And we'll, we'll promote that that promise all over sun. So, so awesome, get ready. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I may have bit off more than I could chew here, but uh, <laughs> Until, while supplies last. So. <laughs> nice caveat. Anyway, Gio, it was, it was a pleasure to, to have you on the show. Hopefully it's the first of, of many episodes that we have together as we get deeper and deeper uh, into this play to earn space, which is super exciting. Um, but yeah, uh, keep building what you're doing, keep doing what you're doing and we'll talk soon. Yeah. Thanks for having me on guys. And likewise, you guys are doing awesome stuff and can't wait to see what the future holds for scent. Cool. Awesome. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor proof of beauty. Proof of beauty is an experimental digital experience studio. The blockchain is their canvas and the tokens are their brush. You can learn more about proof of beauty by checking out pob.studio you can follow them on twitter as well at p r r f beauty that's p r r f beauty on twitter and pob.studio on their homepage to learn more about their projects like hash london and publico thank you and see you in the next episode